0: What time is it? What time is
1: it? What time is it? Do you know what time it Prime time. It's prime time. Well, we gave you some of the details as to what occurred today. We had the first day of the constitutional court hearings on the impeachment of President Park geun uh, The president, as expected, did not show up. Uh, this was met with a lot of derision. But uh, the court will proceed, uh, including on Thursday, January 5th, when some of the key witnesses uh, will be called and compelled to testify. jong uh, still under arrest. In Denmark, that arrest extended for four weeks to the special prosecution, uh, trying to compel Jong-il to voluntarily return to the country. Uh, there's been some back and forth, some negotiations. And on this front, uh, the special prosecution, perhaps in relation to what we just mentioned, uh, raided the uh, jail cells of these prominent figures including uh, Choi soon uh, and we'll have to try to suss through what exactly all of this means so far. Another eventful day and for this panel discussion uh, giving us that analysis, our good friend from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies Law Professor Hwang jung Professor Huang, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me here. Well, uh, when we talked about this yesterday, we were just getting the details into exactly how she was arrested and I know it is uh, kind of awkward to talk about other media outlets but you really got to say with JTBC and here in TBS so we have uh, people in our sister network FM radio uh, doing a great job of really yep. kind of being the most trusted voice I think in radio right now and we do hope that EFM also sort of follows suit with that eventually but JTBC we had the uh, extraordinary situation of a reporter trying to uh, get an interview or track down Chung Yuda. da uh, yep. did indeed physically uh, track down her whereabouts uh, there was a fear after she did not respond to any uh, reporter questions that she would flee again so he made the decision to report her presence to the police. Now, obviously, That's from right. the conservative side, there is going to be some backlash to that uh, as to what J- JTBC did, but they did, of course, um, they are credited, or if you're a conservative, uh, they are uh, condemned with also breaking the uh, the tablet PC story, which, of course, is what eventually brought about what the situation that we are in right now.
0: Yeah, if, in fact, I just saw on an uh, op-ed piece on, I think, Huffington Post Korea that actually criticized that yeah, I've read some of those criticisms as well. Uh, from the ethical point of view, like should a reporter have been inserted himself into the story? And I guess, you know, I, I think there are different schools of thought on that. I personally don't have a strong view one way or the other, but I am glad that she's caught.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, there, there are always going to be those... Uh you can say moral dilemmas yep. if you are in a war zone situation you see a child uh, there is a grenade uh, right under That's him right. And you see i mean what do you do you just report the story or do you do something to exactly. save it the counter argument yep. to that has been before he is a journalist reporting the news he is a citizen of the republic of yep. korea and he is compelled to do what he is uh, what is in the best interest of his country as well and so i i think that debate it's an interesting one from a media perspective indeed but it really does go to show that the public right now has chosen a few outlets, uh, yep, I think, TBS right. Radio, FM, the Korean side, as well as uh, JTBC being sort of representative examples of how journalism should be conducted or how that's to right. win the yep. trust of the people. So that aside, Chung Yuda da uh, apparently... Um, under, I suppose, uh, custody of the uh, Danish police, yep. did answer some reporters' questions, and which uh, was interesting. Quite she didn't frankly, have to, yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very surprised as to how composed and measured she was. I got to listen to the audio yep. clip and mm-hmm. the questions, and she was pretty much um not rattled at all. Uh, yep. She said what she had to say, and she was obviously. Uh, well informed as to what she can say that would put her in legal trouble and what she shouldn't say to, uh, yeah. I guess in terms of incriminate her.
0: Yeah, I might even say well scripted. Mm-hmm. I think somebody really prepped her, somebody with legal knowledge. It appears that there was some kind of preparation uh, for her. I mean, we don't know what she's been up to for the past few weeks. I mean, she's basically been on the run. Maybe we have all these reporters literally trying to track her down. And just based on my initial reaction to the same tape, I guess we both saw, uh, the video clip that has been available over internet, really it sounded like she was well prepped.
1: That is, of course, what we'll try to discuss later on in terms of uh, her kind of interactions with uh, Treb. But some of the uh, things that came out is she's claiming to have had an estranged relationship with Show. Yep. She even uh, signed a document uh, forgoing all right. of the assets of her family and how she's kind of just all she cares about is caring for a young daughter yeah. i know some people will say look this is a young girl she's got a kid and but other people are claiming that this is the same thing with residency whenever you mention the daughter she breaks into tears that we call it crocodile tears i right. suppose but uh, the the question then is is the legal matter does she uh, voluntarily go or is she going to have to go through some sort of extradition process
0: so it looks like based on what she says she wants to make a deal with the special prosecutors in Korea and basically she wants to be examined by the, pro- the special prosecutors in Korea provided that she's not put under custody That's without, detention, be, then. without detention basically you know, she wants to commute from home basically.
1: be allowed to basically be with her ch- child
0: well that's the excuse like she, she wants that deal because she wants to care for her child um, whether she is without means to find somebody to care for a child, that's an entirely different matter. So I'm not exactly sure how compelling an argument is. But on the other hand, um, I mean, Korea is a signatory to something called the European Convention Extradition. It's actually a convention that was designed for intra-European extradition but Korea happened to be a signatory as a non-European country. So, I think the special prosecutors are thinking about following that official process, but that means that she has certain due process rights and that might take a while. And we do know that the special prosecutors have a fixed term of 3 months of, you know, uh, their term, so they want to get the things yeah. wrapped up as soon as possible. So I suspect some kind of maybe not formal but informal deal might might get
1: struck. I see. So That's interesting. So uh, uh, in public, uh, they have said that those are ridiculous demands. And uh, even by law, apparently this child is 18 months, uh, 19 months old. Uh, There is only a provision for a uh, a suspect to be with child up to the uh, age of 18 months old. And so that doesn't really hold water as well. But it's just sort of this amazing thing of you kind of jump to the conclusion that there are special favors being given because hypothetically, if you were... On the lamb, and, and you were suspected of something, and you've... Um, went to New York City and, and then somehow you got arrested there and NYPD got you and the mm-hmm. special prosecutors, they wanted to bring you back into the country and you made some sort of just, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and um, come back right. to the country if you allow me to um, stay in my own home, I, I'm, I'll answer questions, but I'm, I mean would you have any reasonable uh, expectation that they would meet those demands? Well here,
0: I think the interests of Chang and the special prosecutors actually do meet. From Chang perspective, one part, po- uh, one danger she faces in Europe is that she's being investigated for money laundering charges in Germany. And uh, you know the punishment for that is actually much harsher than any possible punishment she might face in Korea. I mean, in Korea so far, I mean, special prosecutors are going hard after President Park and Choi Soon-shil, but not so much with yeah. China. with her. It's
1: just the EY admissions. Yeah, issue, so I right? think
0: uh, based on what I've heard from the lawyers, speak like the maximum sentence she can expect is maybe two years. Whereas in Germany, I, I think what I've heard is about up to maybe five years. And you know, German police and prosecutors are very serious about money laundering charges. So from her perspective, she might actually want to end up in Korea. Mm. And special prosecutors, they're sort of running out of time if she if she just drags out. So I think. Uh, a possible deal is uh, is okay. there for taking yeah
1: because after that 7 day mandate is over with the special exactly. probe there's really no point to bring her over because there's exactly. not going to have any yep. uh, bearing on the case itself uh the, the, the one final question on this the uh, the passport uh, has officially been now uh, uh, requested to be returned from Chongqing yep. and in one week it will now be uh, ruled uh, null and void right invalid yep. uh, the, there is a discussion or a speculation that if that is the case and the danish police authorities really have no interest right now apparently in, in keeping her in custody ind- indefinitely or try to obstruct the uh, mm-hmm. the korean authorities prosecution uh, there is an expectation that once that passport is ruled invalid that they may actually just expel her from the country because she then would of course have to return to the country
0: well, I mean, without her passport, I guess the question is, where will she go? I mean, will she necessarily come to Korea or should she try to, you know, somehow, you know, slip through the cracks? What, I like mean,
1: find asylum somewhere? or
0: Well, something, I mean, she, we don't have, a, We I think we suspect that she has access to a lot of money. So, you know, she probably has some resources to come up with some methods. So, I mean, I think in the end, the best way is probably she doesn't want to live in a, live a life on the run forever. So I think possible uh, the, the informal deal between special, uh, special prosecutor and Chang most likely,
1: yeah, and and again, uh, to reiterate, a lot of people do feel she is maybe not criminally liable for a lot right. of things, but there is a very big importance in bringing her over yeah. because of what she knows, and not only that, uh, that evidence, but also what she can compel exactly. the people closest to her uh, including well, Choi and right? rumored to be also maybe even the president right I mean the, personally. I mean the
0: fact that she'll be under detention under you know special prosecutors or uh, after the term the prosecutors control it will be you know a call to use against Choi I mean one thing we've seen is that Jang Xiu, Chesun nephew it appears that she's basically cracked and is kind of telling yeah. all kinds of stories just because she's been you know Distressed by the, her the fact that she has a son who goes to international school in Jeju-do, and she really wants to get as light a sentence as she can, so it seems uh, it seems as if Changshu uh, has been cooperating with the prosecutors. And you know, if Changyura comes to Korea, maybe the prosecutors might be able to use that against Chezushu.
1: There's this funny intermittent uh, meme going around with Changyura, uh, where a netizen kind of is uh, it's a fan fiction. It's writing okay. a scenario where if she is uh, somehow. At the National Assembly hearings, and, and okay. she's uh, testifying, and uh, a guy like Chang Dae-won, uh, who is a tough questioner, he's kind of okay. made a name for himself, and he goes and he, he yells at Chang yep. Yura, saying, "Chang Yura, 증인 최순실 Ashimika, Hey, do you know Soon-sil? And then she'll respond in this Kim ki chun voice, "전혀 모릅니다." <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> and so they're going to say they're going to say everyone's on the same script right now, and that is a suspicion that everybody basically is following a playbook. Right. That is under some sort of central command, right? Whether it's Kim Gichun, chun whether it's Choi Shil, whether it's the president or... Well, in whatever. fact,
0: the dominant theory about Kim Gichun, chun I mean, if you recall, Wu byung has been, you know, avoiding appear- appearing before the National Assembly for a long time, right? But, but Kim gi chun kind of appeared without... Of any kind of resistance. So at least among the lawyers that I've come, uh, talked to, it seems that the idea is that he appeared in the National Assembly and that one of the main goals that he wanted to do, to do was he wanted to set an example right. for everyone to follow him. And he basically said, I don't remember anything, I don't know anything, and just basically kept on going for hours like that. And I think right. the, the the suspicion is that he basically set a script for everyone to follow.
1: And that is, a, I guess, a, a very strong theory because he's known to be a very strong... Proud and, and, oh, yeah. and strong man, and why do you want to make yourself look like such an idiot and just get right. all those uh, uh, intense criticisms yep. for for eight hours uh, right. on display? And you're saying it was just this is the playbook, follow it, and you guys will be okay.
0: That, I mean, I mean, yep. obviously we can't read his mind, but a lot of people wondering that. Uh, basically, a lot of uh, legal, uh, the lawyers, at least in the legal circles, are kind of suspecting that's what happened.
1: Then let's move to the president because we've talked about this yesterday, but over the weekend she did give <laughs> this uh, New Year's. Uh, I guess they call it a meeting with, with the press. Um, under the Korean term very is condom,
0: and I guess the best translation is tea time with yeah, the president. Tea time
1: with the president. <laughs> uh, it was very one-sided, obviously. She didn't yeah. take follow-ups. Uh, she basically gave her answers. A lot of people were saying this was also sort of a, a what they call and create a guideline as to yep. how exactly we're going to pursue our legal strategy to make sure we're a not impeached and b not prosecuted uh, right. under these current allegations.
0: So, a couple of issues. The one there is a, some legal dispute whether she she's allowed to do what she did in the first place because she's suspended yes. and she's using her subordinates and you know the blue house facilities to have this tea time. So, can she do this? I mean, th- there is some legal doubt about that, but she did it anyway. On the other hand, um, another issue is uh, should the Blue House... Uh, press reporters? No, no. Should they have like gone, gone along with it? And if you kind of watch the video clip that Blue House released, and that's the only clip we have since no one else was allowed to tape anything during the time, you know, the reporters are pr- pretty pliant, right? I mean, they didn't get to ask that many questions, and when they did uh, get, get around to ask some tough questions, she just, President Park just dodged those questions, just said that this is not the time to talk about those things. And she
1: was kind of meandering, sort of, and, and you meandering. kind of saw the Her sense of how she is off-the-cuff ad-libbing without a script in front of her, uh, not the most eloquent, I suppose, display there, but definitely trying to set a message strategically. The reason why I ask you that is because it goes to today with the constitutional court, the first hearing, she did not show up. Now, she was expected not to show up, but right away, the criticism was, how can you… As a president whose powers be suspended, at your own, I suppose, volition, call this sort of press meeting with reporters, uh, give a one-sided story, but then when it's actually a legal matter, the important matter of impeachment where – Um, maybe it's not a mandated situation, but just in terms of etiquette and legal sort of uh, ritual, going in person to the constitutional court and providing testimony, uh, I suppose the optics of it looked bad, but from her point of view, she didn't care.
0: Yeah, I think the best way to understand President Park's behavior is that she wants to delay things as much as possible. If you think about that as her overriding goal, everything looks kind of understandable. I mean, she staged a tea time in order to sort of get her message out and maybe you know, give a hint to her various co-conspirators about what to say. And today she didn't show up at the Constitutional Court because, under the Constitutional Court law, at least the first hearing today was the first hearing. If the uh, you know if the defendant doesn't show up, they can't do anything. They basically ended after just a few minutes when it was clear that President Park wasn't showing up, which meant that they couldn't really proceed with any of the you know legal uh, legal matters that, that that were before them. So if you sort of look at her Overriding as to delay things as much as possible, so that maybe things might turn around for her. I think her actions become a little more understandable,
1: right? And but the 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 justices obviously are sharp legal minds, and they are cognizant of that type of strategy. And they have right. repeatedly stressed that these kind of things are not going to be impediments as to right our our Exactly. Case they, and, and they've been overriding
0: the a lot of process. arguments that President Park's lawyers have been making in order to delay things. So we'll see. I mean, um, we have the Chief Justice of the, uh, the Constitutional Court. Uh, His term ends at the end of January, so one hypothesis that's going around is that maybe he wants to end this before he retires. Who knows?
1: Just some uh, updates on what we saw today. The uh, special probe uh, did have a surprise raid into the jail cells of Notably, Chesun Xie, but also some of her uh, confidants, including Chang Ho-sung, um, An bum and, and some of these other figures directly in, uh, I suppose, uh, in their presence. That's right. It okay. could be a couple of things, right? One, it could be there is a suspicion that they're all sort of. Somehow collaborating to match their testimonies and saying the same thing, uh, they might have gotten some tips that there was actually some more hidden evidence uh, within the cells, or it may have been a pressure tactic uh, in involving the arrest of Cheng Yuda and sort of putting that additional pressure on Tresno. She was saying, "You guys are not showing up to the special probe right now for health reasons. Uh, we're going to go in and we're going to look at stuff." Right. Oh, by the way, we have your daughter, and uh, she might be in legal trouble too. On
0: top of that, I mean, if you recall. The National Assembly tried to hear, hold a hearing at the Seoul Detention Center, and if you actually watched uh, some of the video clips, uh, mainly released by uh, the lawmaker Park Young you get a strong sense that the Seoul Detention itself was actually protecting Che So, which kind of makes you scratch your head? Wait, why is the Seoul, Seoul Detention Center actively protecting, shielding Che Junshil from the lawmakers, both from the at that time, the ruling party as well as the opposition party? and um i think there might be something else going on as well i th- i think a prosecutor special prosecutors are obviously has seen those video clips and they might be suspecting some kind of strange political shenanigan going on at the level of Seoul Detention mm. Center. And, you know, maybe this is uh, yet another message in that regard.
1: And you don't want to cast aspersions, but the uh, prime minister, the acting president, Hwang kyo of course, is the former justice minister. He yep. has very close ties with the justice ministry right now, which, yep. of course, oversees that whole uh, exactly. detention system. At the same time, there is that fear that with the extradition process of trying to compel Chang um, Yoon Ah to come, that is of course in, needs to be in coordination with the Justice Ministry That's and true. the National Police yep. Agency. So the concern and the question is how uh, efficient uh, Hwang Yuan will be throughout these entire proceedings.
0: And that's kind of an interesting question itself too because, I mean, obviously, Hwang Yuan's name is now being thrown around as a possible presidential candidate. So his loyalty does not exactly uh, uh, completely align with President Park's. He sort of is watching right. out for his own right. political uh, goals. So, but he seems to be
1: the only pro-Park hope though if we assume that Ban Ki-moon won't want to ally with them, right? Right. But does he
0: really want to show Himself to be like truly a loyal pro-Park person. I okay. mean, they might not-I I don't exactly know what's going in his head. And as a former prosecutor who kind of specializes in you know, anti-communist investigations-that's his background-you know, those prosecutors sort of tend to have a kind of special set of minds. So I don't claim to know his mindset. But at least my suspicion is that Hill's political calculation might not completely align with President Parks.
1: Uh, Let's go over one other matter, and that was the uh, National uh, Assembly's investigation into the uh, traditional scandal. They called a bunch of witnesses. Uh, A lot of them did not show up. Uh, Some of them that did show up uh, were now accused of committing perjury. Now. Again, with the uh, National Assembly, they do not have special mandates. They cannot uh, necessarily criminally prosecute people who, A, don't show up or uh, lie under oath. There are fines and there are some various slaps on the wrist. They have now reported uh, a couple of the uh, culture ministers, the former culture minister, Kim jong Dok, and the current culture minister cho yun-san uh, uh for perjury in terms of what they said uh, regarding these uh culture blacklists which again is an issue that is maybe a little bit aside from all the bribery and all the uh, state meddling charges but it is really outrageous for people who are involved in media and culture um do you find it controversial or as uh, to what absolutely. they're trying to pursue I mean,
0: this is 2016 uh, we have korean constitution that clearly guarantees freedom freedom of speech goes right against that. And, and if you think that this is okay for Korean government to basically put an approximately the number is staggering about nearly 10,000 people in the entertainment industry. I mean, you know, this is literally, I mean, I kind of would like to repeat what the former, one of the former uh, uh, chiefs of staff of Blue House said. I mean, this sounds like something from the feudal ages, literally. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, basically the Blue House and the cultural ministry has trampled upon Korean constitution, pure and simple.
1: The uh, perjury charges, uh, are they strong enough, you think, as far as that report to the uh, special program? Well, I mean, it really depends on what kind
0: of uh, evidence the speci- uh, special pro- uh, prosecutors have procured. I mean, one thing for clear is that before the entire nation, Cho Yun-sun said she didn't know anything. She had nothing to do with the list. If they can get some kind of physical evidence, some strong testimonies for people who basically got involved, were involved and who can show that Cho Yun-sun was involved, clearly knew that, then, you know, it is a slam dunk perjury.
1: All right. Professor Huang, I promise one day, uh, hopefully in the near future, we will talk about Donald Trump and uh, some of the shenanigans going on stateside as well. But uh, nevertheless, we always appreciate the great analysis. Thank you very much. Thank you.